welcome to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to prepare your horse for transitions. So transitions are included in every dressage test right up to Grand Prix. Now you should also use transitions during your everyday schooling sessions as they form important building blocks for your horse's training. Now the key to executing smooth, balanced transitions is all in the preparation. So how do you prepare your horse for transitions? That's what we're going to talk about in today's podcast episode. So firstly, let's talk about transitions in dressage tests. So in all dressage tests, transitions are included as strategic points around the arena to allow the judge to see how balanced, obedient and straight your horse is. Now, generally speaking, the higher the level of the test, the more challenging the transition will be. So at an introductory level, you are only expected to show transitions from walk to trot, trot to walk, and from walk to halt. Now at the next level, you are then required to show canter work, including transitions into and out of canter, but the transitions can be progressive. Now more advanced dressage tests will ask for direct transitions such as simple changes or from halt to trot. And often these transitions are on the centre line to help test for balance and straightness. So now let's move on to discuss what the dressage judge is looking for. So upward transitions and downward transitions have similar requirements as far as the judge is concerned. So firstly, the transitions must be performed at the prescribed marker. And secondly, All transitions must be obedient, fluent and smooth with no signs of resistance or tension on the part of the horse. So let's discuss what the judge is looking for in the downward transition. So number one, downward transitions should be balanced and clear. For example, a trot to walk transition should not see the horse slowing down and jogging into walk or jogging from the walk into trot or into canter. Number two, the horse should not swing his quarters in in order to balance himself. Number three, the rider's contact should remain light and soft and the horse should not be seen to use the hand for balance. Number four, the horse's mouth should remain closed and he should not drop behind the vertical, bear down on the rider's hand or throw his head up in the air. And number five, the transition should not be abrupt and rough. Now that usually happens when the rider does not maintain the impulsion immediately before riding the transition or if the horse is behind the leg. So now let's move on to talk about upward transitions. So number one, upward transitions should be sharp and reactive to the rider's aids but not too abrupt. Now if the horse is behind the leg, the transition will dwell and be hesitant. Number two, the horse should remain in a relaxed and round frame without throwing his head up and hollowing through his back. And number three, the horse's quarters should remain in line with his shoulders on one track, so the horse should not become crooked through the transition. So now let's talk about how to prepare your horse for these transitions. So now that you know what the judge expects, we can now talk about how you go about delivering it. So when riding both upward and downward transitions, preparation is the key to producing something worthy of a high mark. So check that your horse is attentive to your aids 
by using a half halt to make sure that he is listening to you. Now if your horse has gone to sleep, then tap him up behind your leg with your whip. And don't be afraid to do this in a dressage test. The judge would rather see you being proactive and correcting your horse than doing nothing. And then once your horse is paying attention, he should make an obedient transition when you ask him to. Now balance is crucial for a smooth and fluent upward or downward transition. Your horse cannot remain in balance if his hocks are trailing out behind him. So be sure to ride your horse forward so that he is in front of your leg and with his hocks engaged. And use a half halt to warn your horse that you are about to ask him to do something and sit up straight, look ahead of you and then ask him to make the transition. Now an upward transition should see the horse moving promptly off your leg into the new pace and immediately settling into a new rhythm fluently. Now if the horse is working forwards into an elastic contact with a good connection through the back and plenty of impulsion from the hind quarters, then upward transitions are a breeze. The horse will move seamlessly from one pace to the next without losing his outline or balance. Now downward transitions can be a little trickier, especially for young horses in the early stages of their training. Now if the horse is not engaged, he will lose his balance and the transitions will be rough and lumpy. So make sure that the horse is working forwards into the bridle before you ride the downward transition. And use a half halt to warn the horse of the forthcoming command. And then momentarily brace your back, core and seat against the movement, keeping your leg on firmly. And this will help to collect the horse and keep his hocks engaged underneath him. Now as soon as the horse has made the downward transition, ride him forwards immediately in the new pace. Now as long as you ride forwards to push the hind legs underneath, even an unbalanced youngster will be able to cope with the downward transition reasonably smoothly. Now although you can slightly shorten the horse's stride before asking for the transition, be careful that you don't slow the tempo of the pace as that could mean losing the impulsion that you've created, which will lead to the hocks trailing and the engagement and balance being lost. So to wrap this episode up, the key to good transitions is all in the preparation. So ride forwards into both upward and downward transitions to ensure that the horse's hind legs are underneath him, and use half halts to warn your horse of the upcoming command and hold him together with your seat, core and legs. And then after the transition, ride forwards into the rhythm of the new pace. Now, if you have any other problems when it comes to preparing your horse for transitions, or if you have any other training tips that you would like to share with us, then please do so in the comments box at the bottom of the blog post on our website. Alternatively, you can start a discussion in our training forum, which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community. And to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other books, training diaries, free stuff and competitions, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.